Welcome everyone to the Ditch the Struggle podcast. I'm your host, Alana Rosso. I'm a graphic designer and career and success coach who knew I could do better, but kept falling short of where I wanted to go. And now after years of exploring personal and career development, business, money mindset, and energy work, I'm here to tell you that yes, you can move from stuck and defeated to empowered and confident. Ready to dive in? Awesome. Together, let's ditch the struggle. Hi, everyone. It's Alana. And today I want to chat about the fear of not being interesting. The fear of people not thinking we are interesting. And the reason I want to talk about this is that it has come up so many times in my coaching sessions this year, especially in group coaching. It's really fascinating to me when these themes come up. And, you know, burnout is one of those things that comes up all the time. And consistently, I see that, especially saw it a lot this year. But then sometimes random things come up and fears that people have. And I found this one quite compelling. And I really wanted to dive into it a bit today. So this year, I did a lot of group coaching, uh, a lot more than I had done last year. And that's in part because I realized I just loved it. There's a connection that happens in a group. There is something magical. There is a golden thread that ties people together. And I ended up doing quite a few group coaching sessions this year, some of them on my own, and some of them I did with the Association of Registered Graphic Designers. That was really cool to do. And as I'm doing these group sessions, almost in every single one, actually, I think in every single one, there was someone that said at one point, you know, I just don't think I'm interesting. I don't, I don't think I'm that interesting. And of course I had to ask, well, what does interesting mean to you? And the answers would usually be something like, well, someone who's traveled a ton, done all this exotic traveling, had high level or high powered jobs, ran the amazing race, being an American Ninja Warrior, all this stuff that they felt they needed to have done or accomplished in order to be seen as interesting. And of course, the irony here is that many of the people I work with are creatives. So they are innately interesting because they do creative work for a living. And they're always problem solving and doing cool things and creating things literally from nothing. They usually have incredible artistic talent in multitude of areas. So some of them will be graphic designers and then make pottery and do photography and film and all these things. It's really hard to look at these people and think, wow, how can you think you're not interesting? So I step back objectively and get really curious, like, why do you think you're not interesting? And a lot of that, I think, is because we worry that we are really like everyone else and we won't stand out from the crowd, that we will just blend in. And while there's a part of being human that makes us want to fit in, there is a huge part of us that wants to feel like we stand out, that we are doing something that is of note, that people can see what we have to offer, that we're not just like everybody else or a carbon copy of everyone. Because if we were all exactly the same and it was this cookie cutter world, well, how awful is that, right? And there are a lot of pressures in our world and our society to make us homogenous and just make us all do the same thing for a living. And you've got to build your career this way and do this, this, and this. So I think it's normal that this fear that we are not interesting comes up. 
And of course, it's going to come up with creatives because so much of their innate self is tied to doing things in a totally different way, a totally creative way. I know when I started this podcast and I was just a couple episodes in, and of course I'm learning as I go along how to do this, so I'm trying to be kind to myself, but I did notice after that first couple I recorded, I sat back and I was also wondering, am I interesting? Like, is this super effing boring and no one's going to want to listen to this? Like, do I think I have something to bring to the table, but I don't? Like, am I delusional? I mean, these are normal fears to go through. Anyone who's making something new, especially when you're putting yourself out there, um, it's actually a great sign. I love when fear comes up because it usually means I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I think it's really normal to have that. Of course, it's a matter of letting the fear go to the side and you get to be in the driver's seat, as Elizabeth Gilbert talks a lot about in her book, Big Magic. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. One of the groups I was working with that was full of graphic designers had a couple people bring up this concept of not feeling interesting. So there was, I think, two in the group. And looking at them, they were Interesting, just even from the outside, super cool glasses and eyewear and all this stuff. And they were super talented, so, so talented. And when we sat down and went through, one week we go through everyone's portfolios and we do reviews and we really like do a deep dive into those. I pointed out that nobody's portfolios were similar. Everybody's were completely different. Even if they had a similar aesthetic or some kind of similar style, there was nothing that was a carbon copy of someone else's. Like it was impossible not to be different. And if it's impossible not to be different, then it is impossible not to be interesting is the way I would see it, is that everyone has something unique and they have their own talent. And it is sometimes my job as the coach to really show them that and to help them reflect on that and see it a little bit more objectively because it is really hard to see ourselves objectively. We just overlook our talents and our abilities and most of us do not see the value we bring to the table, especially if it is a talent that comes to us innately, like it's very natural. So any of our natural talents, those are actually the ones we usually overlook because it is so easy to us. Well, of course I can manage this project and do this and this and this because it's super, super easy. You know, I hear things like that, or of course I can execute this branding project because, you know, that's my natural wheelhouse. So the things that we do naturally, we tend to dismiss We tend to sweep them under the rug and we tend to not acknowledge them. And if we're not acknowledging our talents and the things that we can do well, then it's really easy to start thinking that we're not interesting. It's almost like having a foggy lens and we're moving through our career and just like, we kind of keep going, but we're not really seeing things the way they are, right? So as a coach, I love to help bring that out, that is actually called cheerleading. That's the coaching term for that, cheerleading people so that they you know, feel invigorated, inspired, and motivated. And while you're not just sitting there telling people what they're good at and pointing it out, you do need to help people recognize their abilities and their talents in a new way. Because otherwise, you go down that rabbit hole of thinking that you are not interesting, 
that you don't have what it takes to be successful, all of those fears start coming up. When we worry that we are not interesting, we are often too attached to external perceptions of us and other people's opinions, what I call OPOs. It's not really that healthy. It tends to slow us down. And actually for many, it will trigger fight or flight or most likely that freeze mode where we just stop and literally do nothing. And then if we do nothing, we are actually robbing the world or maybe even just one person of something amazing we have to offer. So if we're sitting there thinking that we are not interesting, we can't do anything of value, then we won't show up. And not showing up means you are taking away from others what they might actually want to hear or know or experience or look at. So we need to really stop that. Also, often we are comparing ourselves to others in those moments when we question our level of interestingness. I don't know if interestingness is a word, but I'm making it one today. I have a friend. She is a super high achieving entrepreneur, literally friends with the Richard Bransons of the world, you know, traveled everywhere, has built amazing companies. And if I was to think about my life, which is pretty quiet for the most part and hers and compare myself of course, I'm going to feel less than and probably not that interesting. I have not jet-setted around the globe and networked at all the Ritz-Carltons, but does glamour and excitement and high achievement automatically mean interesting? Not necessarily. I have still been through what I think are interesting experiences in my life. They may not resonate with everybody, and that is true. Not everything you do is going to resonate. Not everyone is going to want to listen to this podcast. Not everyone is going to want to buy the art that you've created. Not everyone is going to want to be on your team at work. It's just not necessarily because you're not interesting. It's just because it's not a good fit. Now, when it came to moving through this fear of not being interesting, what I personally had to do is sit back and rationally ask myself, am I really not interesting? And I could not give a full yes to that. I couldn't say, yeah, 100%, I'm not interesting. I don't have anything uh, of value to say. It's really subjective. And I could be open to the idea that maybe I am somewhat interesting, even if I can't see it all the time. So I will use that word open again. I love that word. I really just decided to be open to the idea that maybe I'm interesting And maybe one person will find what I'm bringing to this podcast interesting. I also played with worst case scenario. What if I'm really not interesting? Okay, so I'm super boring and no one wants to hear what I have to say. Does that now dictate that I do not create something or tell my story? Do I let the opinions of others drive my creative process? The answer is a hard no here. I have done way too much work on myself to let others have that control in my career and what I put into the world. So I made a very conscious decision to push out the potential, because I don't actually know what they are, opinions of others and move forward and continue to take action. Thinking that you are not interesting will stop you from taking action, and that is going to F things up for you. Now, the next time you think to yourself, okay, man, I am not that interesting, consider replacing that thought right away with something like, I'm unique and add value just by being me. We need to disconnect from that pressure to be a certain way. 
Another great catch-all positive affirmation that you can use whenever you're feeling like you're knocking yourself down or being really critical is simply, I am whole. That is a great statement that brings us back to the concept that we are just okay and perfect as we are, and we can let go of some of those external expectations to be that certain way. In this case, we're talking about being interesting. Now, here's the thing. Most people are really interesting. Everyone I know has been through something interesting and has had many stories to tell and share. Everyone is talented and has value. It's impossible to go through life without crazy shit happening. It's just impossible. Now, if you've worked the same job for, let's say, 30 years, had the same lunch every single day, you continue to wear beige slacks every single day, you just take the same route to work and nothing changes, yeah, maybe we're kind of going into that non-interesting territory. But if you think that is the life you're leading and it isn't interesting, then this is your moment, your calling card to say that I'm going to try different things and change things up. So start doing things that will invite the interesting things in. And if you are noticing that your life is feeling really flat, then that is important to recognize. I had a bit of a wake-up call in 2013 when I had to do an exercise by Robin Sharma, which was to reflect on the year before and write down all the things you did and accomplished. And he said that you'll be amazed at how much more you've accomplished than you think you have. Like, you'll just actually be like, wow, I did this, this, and this. My, you know, my life was good. That was a great year. And when I did this exercise, it was less interesting than unbuttered toast. I really was in survival mode. I hadn't done much. And this was a shock. I'll go into this experience a little bit more in detail because it was quite fascinating. So I do think that when we notice things are feeling really dull and flat and we're losing energy and motivation, we do sometimes need to change things up and go out of our comfort zone. And usually doing anything creative will start to trigger that feeling of inspiration and fulfillment and feeling like we're making momentum. This fear that we are not interesting or that you are not interesting or that I am not interesting is usually unfounded, based in fear, and is a really quick way to take us off the path of creation. And the path of creation is where we all need to be. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter if we are a creative person or not. But creating things, putting them out into the world, sharing them, just even sharing our conversations, our opinions, our thoughts, they are interesting. To someone, they will be interesting. What you say and have done matters. Don't hesitate to share your experiences because of a fear that you don't have anything interesting to say. Because you do, you absolutely do. Thank you for joining me today on Ditch the Struggle. You showing up here means so, so much to me. To dig deeper into the topics discussed today and to learn about my work, visit alanaroso.com. And don't forget to download your free resources while you're there. And if this episode resonated with you, please share with others who also want to ditch the struggle. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review, and let me know what you'd like to see more of on this podcast. And before I go, I want to leave you with my three favorite ways to ditch the struggle. 
be your own best advocate, take baby steps for the win, and forget about a linear career path. It's overrated and you are doing just fine. See you next time.